Hey everybody. That sound means I'm back in the home studio. I'm no longer calling from the highways and byways of the United States of America. I'm Jared Yates. I'm here with Nick Houseman. Nick, uh, I'm relieved. I'm glad we're not going to have any missing parts of, of conversations that we're having. Uh, I'm knock on wood, actually, yeah. now that I say that out loud. Uh, it is good to be back here for the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. The sweet ASMR sound of a can opening up suds uh, that I've missed for a little while. I'm not sure you did it last week either. No, I had my traveling mug. Uh, I've got one of those Yeti guys. This is not product placement. It's, 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 it's a way of life. I need water with me at all times. I drink too much water. I need, I need my Yeti there. I don't know if you heard the tinkling of the ice, but that's what happened. But it feels good to be back and sitting in, in, in my home studio. Uh, Nick, we have a barn burner of a show. Listen, are we going to talk? about donald trump possibly being indicted for january 6th yes we are are we going to talk about hunter biden I, I, unfortunately we have to uh are we going to talk about rudy giuliani further shaming himself are we going to talk about mitch mcconnell glitching out and what it means are we going to talk about florida continuing to slide into an authoritarian corporate hell regime are we going to talk about bananas i heard somebody ask yes yes we are that's what we're doing on the Weekender Edition of the Muckrake Podcast. If you want to listen to this whole thing, I know you do. Go over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Keeps us editorially independent. It supports the show. Muckrake.com or muckrake.com. Patreon.com slash Podcast. But Nick, first things first, we have to, to talk more about Trump indictments. I feel like this is maybe the 12th or 13th indictment at this point. Uh, it appears as if uh, he is going to be charged uh, for multiple counts uh, coming out of the January 6th, uh, 2021 attempted coup, insurrection, and white supremacist hootenanny. Um I, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I don't know exactly how to uh, uh, fully process this. What are your initial thoughts on the fact that it seems like an indictment is, uh, is, is coming? Well, Jared, you may not know how to feel about this, but Trump certainly does. Trump he knows how to know. feel about this. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you what he said the other day, maybe yesterday on, on his uh, truth thing, social or whatever truth that thing is. Social gab. Gab. Yes. Social. Uh, he goes, quote, we'll have fun on the stand with all of these people that say the presidential election wasn't rigged and stolen. And he spells stolen S-T-O-L-L-E-N multiple times in his in his career here. He doesn't. This is how he thinks stolen is spelled. Uh, and then in all caps, the trial of the century. Now, I don't know about you, Jared, but like I can't think of very many normal, rational, sane people that would <laughs> consider being a defendant in a federal trial, uh, fun. I don't think that would be the word that comes to my mind, but uh, it makes me worried that this is going to d devolve into some sort of farcical thing that will maybe serve him well. So you're telling me, first of all, that Donald Trump might enjoy a media, media spectacle and not understand the consequences of his actions? I believe that's what I'm telling you. I, I don't know if I can believe it, to be honest with you. Um, I, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the possibility he was going to be indicted for the January 6th thing. I want to reiterate again, because it wouldn't be me if I didn't say this. Um, yeah, great. Indict him for that. Uh, hold him responsible for it. We also need to go after the people who plotted it and funded it and organized it. While we're on that subject, I, I wrote about this on Substack today. We're recording this on Thursday, July 27th. Nick, it now appears almost for certain, unless something major happens, unless somehow or another legally he's barred from running for the presidency, it does appear as of today, 
about a month out from the first Republican debate, it appears as if Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee for president of the United States of America. Um, having him be under multiple federal indictments and not just federal indictments, but it being indicted for stealing state secrets is one thing, but trying to overthrow a, a, an election that he was involved in. Um, that is not just unprecedented. That's really worrying. And what I'm realizing as we're sort of like moving into this time period and, and into this, uh, this primary, which is going to be uh, wild, uh, what we're looking at at this point is a really dangerous situation. And, you know, I, I know when we started this podcast, we were talking about how dangerous Trump was and the MAGA movement was and all of that. Like, it feels like this is stepping it up a notch, doesn't it? It feels like things are about to really, really start popping off. And that is after years of popping off. Yeah. And you don't forget about Georgia, which also appears imminent. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there isn't anybody really uh, who could sustain four indictments can, at the same time, especially the way he's acting, you know, and, and, and saying things. And plus, E. Jean Carroll, he's getting himself in problems with that, too, by talking publicly about her. So Nick, um, have you have you ever I, I, I you know, something you said right there and something that you said a second ago, it just made me realize it's like being with someone who is off the rails. Do you know what I'm talking about? And like you, you try and say to them, you're like, hey, things are getting a little weird. You know what I mean? Like things I'm a little worried about what's going on. And they like look at you and they're like, I'm living life, baby. And things increase. Like it's 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 honestly like you said, like this is a person facing multiple federal indictments and the possibility. Let's make it clear. Donald Trump could go to prison. Donald Trump could spend the rest of his natural life in prison. And this person obviously does not understand what he's done. And he's doubling, tripling, quadrupling, whatever five is down. And you're right. I don't think he not only does he understand it, but he's in this delusional state that you're, you're right. I, I don't I don't I don't think that the gravity of it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done this in the first place. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, hanging out with him is reminiscent of, do you remember the um, behind the scenes uh, or behind the Hollywood, whatever that uh, Dave Chappelle used to do? And he tells the one story about Rick James. Yeah. So it's probably like hanging out with Rick James, like he describes, or, or even better, it reminds me of, remember Herve Villachez, who played Taboo um, on Fantasy Island? The plane, wow. the plane. Yeah. So there's a movie, I don't know if you've seen this, it's a great movie called My Dinner with Herve. And uh, it's insane. The dude was like off the rails, like you're describing. And his writer just basically describes his, his 24 hours hanging out with the guy. It's it's like Charlie Sheen, you know, the original yeah. sort of viral moment that, that, that sort of like defined how this stuff works. And I got to point out, like, you know, people can laugh at it all they want. But like, this is a person at the helm of like an authoritarian movement that is absolutely primed for this stuff. They see his indictments as an attack on them. You know, they, they, they've been stewing in conspiracy theories for not just years, but many of them their entire lives. And like, this is proof to them that the so-called deep state is coming after them. And what is Trump and the people around him doing? They're, they're saying, oh, we can fundraise off of this. We'll raise so much money off of this. Matter of fact, we'll go ahead and we'll put out cups and t-shirts and stuff like that. We'll put out videos. The wolves are coming for me. The wolves are coming for you. Like, this environment that we're getting ready to, like, we've been living in a dangerous environment. We're looking at an absolute tinderbox. And not only is it, you know, just covered in gasoline, but there are just matches around the entire perimeter of this thing. Like, it is, it, it, it's, it's a really, really uh, concerning situation that's developing. 
Well, uh, on my Twitter feed, or uh, we can't call it that, can we? The, yeah, I, the, the X. Get yeah. with the times, my friend. Here, here's what's so weird about it. Like, he, somebody, I think he ended up getting the domain X.com. He has, like, control over it. But when you go, if you're on your browser, it still says Twitter.com slash whatever. They haven't been able to even figure that out, how oh. to, like, transfer over URLs. It's so ridiculous. But um, Aaron Blake, who is, you know, if you look at his bio, he is a, uh, a senior political reporter for the fix at the Washington post. So I, I'm going to go with uh, what sure. he says is, is sure. legit. Uh, he says there's a, there's a Marquette poll recently that shows that 50% of Republicans don't even think Trump had classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Ooh. Now th- he says l- later on that this number has declined from 66%. So it actually has been going down. More and more Republicans, I guess, are starting to believe that he did have classified docs, which, which you know, also folds into January 6th as far as what Republicans want to believe and where they are. They lie on the Trump scale. Um, but that's a lot of people still that, that don't even think uh, that, they, that he had classified docs. And this is the, the genius, I suppose, of Trump is he says things long enough. He twists the narrative. He changes the reality. Uh, he says, these are all my papers. So suddenly the classified docs that everyone could acknowledge that uh, morph into just private papers of his that he wants to keep that he's allowed to keep because of NARA. Um, this is the, it, it really is, it becomes frightening because, I mean, no, it's a lot of, a lot of fucking people, Jared. It's world. an incredible slide. I, I remember I used to have conversations with people. Um, it's like a, the Nixon principle, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you talk to people who were Republican or whatever, conservative, for a long time, what they said about Richard Nixon was he, he didn't get caught doing anything that nobody else was doing. You know what I mean? Like this is this is just what what presidents do. It just so happened that he got caught doing it. We've entered this new territory now, which is where everything has now become not just more aggressive, but also weaponized. Right. Like the, 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 the legal activities, the abuses, the authoritarian things, there's not even a need to like really explain them away. I thought what was interesting, I think you said it was like 50 percent of Republicans think that he had classified docs. Think about that. Half of Republicans thought that he had classified material and they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's not like they're not going to vote against him because he stole state secrets. They're just like, yeah, OK, he had state secrets. What are you going to do about it? That's something he should be able to do. The same thing with January 6th. They literally now look at it as a an attempted revolution that was thwarted. But in their minds, it was worth it. Which, you know, I, I, I sent to you, the numbers are crazy right now of how many people are looking for violence as a solution who think that an overthrow of the government is absolutely necessary. And the more that this moves forward, the more that the contagion of that idea grows. And I got to tell you, by the it, it, it's not just a train rolling into the station, Nick, for this election. It's a train that is on fire, like <laughs> just moving into the station at a speed that you can't even imagine. And, and like this guy is not only fighting for his political life, He's fighting for his life. You know what I mean? And this is a person who, even when he was just running for president the first time, showed absolutely no caution whatsoever in what he did in America. Now that he is fighting for his political and his personal life and freedom, I got to tell you, it is it's going to be bumpy. Well, I can't now have the image of the, the train pulling into the station completely on fire with Kevin McCarthy doing a Kevin Bacon style Animal House. All is well. <laughs> Remain calm. There's nothing wrong. Um, by the way, speaking of January 6th and, and people who are responsible, Ari Alexander, no friend of the breakdown, no friend of the pod, um, 
Ari Alexander, just this is this is not breaking news, but it could very well be at some point. He seems to think that he is going to have enough evidence against Marjorie Taylor Greene that would that would get her uh, kicked out of Congress. So just throw it out there. He was going nuts and saying something. So he might have some receipts because obviously he's going to be on the hook, too. And these guys are going to, you know, pull out any kind of thing they can to protect their own ass. So uh, be prepared for that. There might be some interesting stuff that happens there. But um, but again, you know, do you, Jack Smith in, in no way in my mind could ever have gotten as close as he could have gotten as he is now to indicting somebody, especially for January 6th, if he did not have uh, not only just like the evidence that Trump was connected, but I think it's the money. I think they're finally doing what you have been railing. I don't for. think so. I think it looks like there's some mm-hmm. money component here where they're trying to trace it and figure out. Uh, my I, I guess. Reporting my guess. The bank statements and stuff like that. My guess is that there were multiple scams that were happening with January 6th. On one hand, there was like the real money that was like making sure this stuff happened and was exchanging hands. Trump always has a petty scam. You know what I mean? Like it's trying to take donations and move them over here into a personal thing. Can I share a quick little thing that is bugging the shit out of me? As long as it's, you know, as long as it's not me bugging the shit. No, out. it's not you. Never. No, you're a delight. Okay. Jack Smith. There is an account on Twitter that proclaims to be Jack Smith. It is obviously not Jack Smith. It is obviously a parody account. And like everybody is treating it like it's a real account of Jack Smith. It's incredible that people really truly think that this 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 prosecutor is on Twitter talking about Donald Trump's days are numbered. Like it it shows like I don't know what's happening here, but it feels very QAnon-ish. Do you know what I mean? Like here, I'm going to let you know what's happening before it happens. And like, I, I, I found it. I, somebody retweeted it on X or whatever we're calling it. I saw it and it made me realize like how like twisted the, the public mind is at this point thinking that like they're, they're, they're getting like the straight scoop from, you know, uh, uh, Smith as this whole thing happens. Meanwhile, you couldn't be more right. He has the goods on Trump. That That is just the way that it is. How these things are going to play out, I got to tell you, I don't know how our legal system is going to deal with all this. I don't have total faith that these things are going to work out. And we need to talk about this. And, and I'm sorry, I don't want to say the name Hunter Biden. I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to talk about Hunter Biden. I don't want to get into it. But I got to tell you, the Hunter Biden case, we, we do have to talk about it, which is Hunter Biden, as we reported earlier, was going to, uh, had a plea deal. Uh, for all these different charges, there was a tax charge, there was a gun charge, uh, went to court to do this thing, and the judge threw it off the table. And why? Because we are entering into a politica- politicalized period with our judicial system. And it is uh, it is where supposedly we, we mediate the differences between ourselves. Um, it's going to turn into a war zone. And, and it already is in certain circles. Uh, but I think it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. You've been listening to the free part of this episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this great conversation, head over to patreon.com slash muckrakepodcast and subscribe for lots more additional content, including a Discord server and live shows. We'd really appreciate it if you could give it a try. We know you'll love it and come back for more.